Hello and welcome back to the final whistle for Sunday, April 2nd, 2023, brought to you by Riverside and the Brown Brothers. I am your host, Dante Brown, joined again by my brothers, Daquan and Deshaun. The final whistle is a sports podcast where my brothers and I share our very passionate and biased takes on the biggest stories in the sports world. So without further ado, let's jump into today's topics. Well, it, it will go down in history as the weirdest Final Four that I think we've ever seen um, as we head into the Final Four matchups and the championship matchup. Um, well, it will be before our next episode. Uh, but this is a weird one. Uh, we have a four seed, two five seeds, and a nine seed in our Final Four. With UConn being the lone four seed, uh, Miami and San Diego State being our five seeds. And the Cinderella story continues for one Florida Atlantic University. Um, Daquan, you've been a big fan of FAU this whole time. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you start start us off by talking about the FAU San Diego State matchup? I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, but first, before that, um, I want to take this time to not publicly apologize to Deshaun for being right about something for once in his life. Um, so, yeah, because uh, I know that's going to be brought up by him later on because he's going to say something stupid again. Um, so just to get that off my chest. But I'd like to apologize to absolutely nobody. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> but no, I I think it's gonna be a real good one. Uh, two teams that honestly, in my bracket, I had going out pretty early. Uh, but I mean, it's hard to not root for that that nine seed in FAU. Uh, they're I I don't know what it is, but March is just and in, was injected into their veins and that this runs incredible. So I'm going FAU to win. I, I might even take them to win the whole thing. I don't even know. Uh, they're, they just play awesome. So. Deshaun, you got a stupid you take number on one, stupid take number one of the night. I don't think Florida Atlantic can actually hang on with San Diego state. Uh, watching that Creighton game. Or Creighton San Diego State game. San Diego State looks like they're built to win this whole thing. Um, they were handed the game. I don't they know. They went on a foul shot. Yes and no. They, I think, overall played better than or Creighton in that game. No. Yes, it was a close game. But I don't think Florida Atlantic has what it takes to beat San Diego State. I mean, good for them for making it all the way to the Final Four. But I think this Cinderella story comes to an end against nope. San Diego State. Nope. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say bad, bad take number one um, of the day. Obviously, Deshaun thinks that he knows something about basketball since he happened to call Miami beating Texas, which let's be honest, nobody's all coming. Uh, I did. I saw it coming. It was a fluke. It wasn't Um, a fluke. FAU. Hey, listen, man, like, like Daquan said, FAU's had a heck of a run in March. Uh, But guess what? It's not March anymore. Well, that was just dumb. That was dumb. That that was yeah. That, that, that was really stupid. FAU, <laughs> FAU will win against San Diego State and lose against UConn in the final. So we'll segue right into the UConn. I, I do, yeah, we'll segue right into the UConn game. UConn number four. UConn takes on number five Miami. Um, it's UConn, man. UConn's they they it. I mean, they're always there. They're always in, you know, Sweet 16 territory, um, Elite 8 territory. Um, and then, you know, 
uh, Elite Eight territory for sure. They made the Elite Eight like like 15 years, years ago. ago. No, they did not. not they were in the final. Ago. They were in the final four less than 10 years ago. Yeah, because of uh, what's his name? Shabazz With Kemba Napier. Walker. And Kemba Walker. Bro, that's like 12 years ago. They, How long do you they, think they Kemba's been in the it. league? I don't know. I was still in high school. That was forever ago. <laughs> yeah. Relax. They haven't been good since Relax. Kemba. Relax. Relax. UConn is UConn's just a good program on both sides of the ball. The, 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 the women's team is fantastic. The men's team is fantastic. They've always been... A strong got knocked up in the freaking second round for the first time in forever. That's the first yeah. time that, that that girls team hasn't made the final four in in years, years. No, I think it was just eight like I, just like I said, just like I said about uh, you know Miami beating Texas. There's a there's an old saying that a blind squirrel finds a uh, you know finds a nut every once in a while. So, you never said Miami was going to beat Texas. No, you did. I did. Yeah. Broken clocks right two times a day. I'm always right. But anyway. Don't forget um, it. I, Yeah, I have UConn winning the whole thing. Um, honestly, they're the most sound team uh, left. So that San Diego State team, though, um, they did play very, very good defense suffocating defense um but for a team for a team like UConn to just put the absolute pause on a team like Gonzaga like you gotta you gotta respect that you gotta you gotta think that that's that they 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 hit their stride and they're playing their best basketball right now at the back half of this tournament and I just don't see any of these teams uh equipped to stop them. So yeah, I have FAU continuing their Cinderella run um into the final. I do think that they can put on a show against uh, uh San Diego State, but I think they lose to uh to Yukon in the final. I have Yukon as my champ. What do you guys think? I got I picked them last week. I'm gonna pick them again. I got the U, the Hurricanes winning this whole thing. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> shut up. And I would like to address that. Um, I was right last week. I'm going to be right again this week. You two can stop saying I have these stupid takes. Because guess what? I proved you both wrong last Bro, week. Siri even said that you were stupid last week. Shut up. We're not going to talk about that. Because guess what? Siri's got bad takes too. I predicted it. I knew it. Miami is winning this whole thing over San Diego State. It's going to be the battle of the fives. And San or Miami is winning this whole thing. Wrong. Wrong. We are going... I'm also going with Dante uh, in the fact that UConn will knock off Miami and then sticking happen. sticking with it that um, Florida Atlantic goes on to knock off San Diego State and we're going to have a first-time national champion FAU Owls for the win. Winning by six. Let's go. So, yeah, March Madness uh, is is definitely been exciting so far. I think it's going to be an exciting end um, to wrap it up. Uh, I don't think Miami's going to win it. I think that's blasphemy to think that. Uh, but you know, to each their own. Um, but we did have another event happen on Thursday. 
and that is the greatest day of the year, in my opinion. Um, opening day in the MLB, and uh, I guess we'll make it clear who our who our teams are, um, since we haven't spoken too much about baseball uh, outside of the World Baseball Classic so far um, on this show. Uh, I am a Yankees fan, have been a Yankees fan my entire life. Don't hit me with the, oh, you just like teams no, that it, win. It was after I've been a Yankees. I, it, it was, was after not after 27. number 27 because yeah. I was already at that game. I was at the July 4th game in the inaugural season of New Yankee, the year they won number 27. So it was definitely before number 27. The year yeah. they won 27, I was at New Yankee Stadium. Lies. So I don't want to hear it. All right. And then, obviously, the other two jabronis on this show are Philadelphia Phillies fans. Um, Don't ever call me a jabroni ever again. Which I do, uh, I do, do often go uh, incognito with uh, with the Quan to the uh, to the to the uh, Citizens Bank Park uh, to watch some baseball. Um, I have. Worn a Phillies jersey more times than I'm proud of. <laughs> more times than I'm proud to admit. Um, but hey, when there's a chance to see Major League Baseball, you jump at it. So, jumping into the festivities of opening day, uh, we had the first hit and stolen base of the season was recorded by none other than Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves. Um, and then, obviously, the one that we all care about, the first home Nobody run of the cares. season. Yeah. The first home run of the season, bottom of the first, one out, and up steps the judge. Aaron Judge picks up where he left off and blasts a 422-foot home run to dead center. Not That's to it. right field, not to the short porch. Dead center. Yastrzemski honestly almost caught it, but to we, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. He didn't catch it. First home run of the season. Uh, Judge, who was actually named the 16th captain of all time um, of the Yankees, uh, the first captain since the retirement of Derek Jeter. And uh, yeah. I, I, it was a big hit. Got the got the game started. The Yankees go on to win five nothing uh, in the in their season opener against the San Francisco Giants. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed hit. it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm really really excited um, more than you know to see what Judge does on this new big contract and being named the captain. Uh, more than that, I am very very excited to see uh, number 11 out there for the Yankees, Anthony Volpe making his uh, debut in the show. Uh, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Um, and there's rumors that there are a couple other guys um, coming up this year. Hopefully uh, Jason Dominguez is one of the ones that we get to see. Um, But, so I see you guys getting upset that I'm talking about the Yankees. Uh, why don't you tell me how your opening day game went? Our opening day game went very well for the most part of the game. For the first four innings. For the first four three, innings. Three, three and a third, or three and a half innings. Then, you know, the Phillies always have that problem with their bullpen. Um... I mean, well, no, it was it wasn't the bullpen. It started okay, with Nola. It started with Nola. It started with Nola in the bases, but as a bullpen pitcher, you are meant for those situations to get out of them without allowing that much damage. At least, I mean, you're up five zero. Yeah, you get the bases loaded. I can see you guys giving up. Maybe two, three runs, but the way they, you know, got after it, like, you can't let that happen. But our bats were working 
12 hits, 7 runs. So, I think it was a pretty good opening day for the Phillies showing. Um, you got your our man Alec Bohm going yard. So, we'll see what tomorrow brings for them, or Saturday. But, it's going to be an interesting opening series against the Rangers, so. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, Nola Nola stays on track there. Uh, I think the outcome is different, obviously. Uh, The one disappointment that I had was of Gregory Soto uh, to come in, you know, big contract and just get nothing done. Like, dude came in, let up another four runs uh, without even recording an out. Uh, You kind of look at those guys like him that are on these big contracts that you sign in free agency to come in and kind of get out of situations like that. But, yeah, uh, but overall, like, even just around the league, I think it was a very good day of baseball. Um, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to say my dark horse to win the MVP this year is going to be a catcher out of the AL East. That bad man behind the plate for the Baltimore Orioles, Adley Rutschman. Kid went off yesterday. I know. Five for five. Five for five. One home base run. Six times a home run. Uh, just an incredible showing from, from the young catcher. Uh, and I honestly think that that Baltimore team is – I think they're turning the corner. They're not going to be that team of of uh, recent years where, you know, they're bottom bottom two in losses. Uh, it's time to for the Orioles to put on a show. I mean, even last year they were just right outside of making playoffs, I believe. I think they ended up losing out in like the last week uh, to one of those other teams in the AL East. I want to say maybe it's the Rays or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Adley Rushman is going to be my dark horse for uh, the AL MVP this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Rushman. <laughs> Rushman did do uh, d- did do very well. Um, he has the Orioles in first place in the AL East. Um, yep. You know, uh, a statement, a statement win. Um, obviously, they were playing a, uh, a division game there against the Boston Red Sox. Um, welcoming Corey Kluber to Boston in a way that I'm sure uh, Kluber did not want to be welcomed in. Uh, how are we now that we, you know, officially seen it? Um, what do we what? How do we feel? about uh the the rule changes the the bigger bases stuff like that um the, honestly it, it, in some aspects it seemed like the pitch clock really helped and really did speed up some games but then at the same time I don't I don't feel like you know yeah you're you're speeding up the amount of time in between pitches but like if we're if we're still getting into battles you know the game doesn't get any shorter um, we saw that in the the Phillies game. Um, the Phillies game was what two hours and only in the fifth inning. Yeah, I think the game um, ended up going like four. Yeah, like I I noticed it in the 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 early stages of the Yankees game. We were, I think, bottom six in like an hour and forty minutes. We were bottom six, which I thought was uh was pretty quick. But then all in all, I think it was still. Uh, a three-hour, a three-hour game, all told. Uh, the 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 last three innings seemed to drag a little bit. Um, we did see, we did see the first, uh, the first, I believe it was the first walk due to the sh- the pitch count or the pitch clock, and we did see the first, uh, the first strikeout due to the pitch clock. Rafael Devers of the Boston Red Sox. Uh, surrendered the first strikeout because he was not in the box ready to hit in the allotted time. 
And then I believe Marcus Marcus Stroman awarded the first walk because he was not ready to throw um, with with three balls. Um, How do we how do we feel like that's going to I mean, we saw videos of it at spring training where a game ended because of the pitch clock, like a game ended because they they struck out the batter um, due to the pitch clock. I think it was like bases loaded too. Bases like loaded. It was bases loaded. Three two count. Bottom and they of the said ninth. he didn't get. Yeah, they said he didn't get into the box in the in a, the right amount of time and ended the game. So like obviously we've seen some of the extreme circumstances that this pitch clock can play. But like how do how do you guys feel about it um, thus far? Like just as fans of you know baseball, like we've been watching baseball our whole lives and. Um, I don't think it's ever really bothered us how long the games were. No, I mean, no. it didn't really bother how long games went for me, at least. I think you guys would feel the same way. That it doesn't matter how long a baseball game's really going. Because, I mean, it's America's pastime. It's fun to be out watching baseball. Um, I honestly think it's throwing a lot of the pitchers off, trying to rush through pitches and be ready on time and whatnot. My only question is, when is it appropriate for a batter to be ready? Like, when's that second or how much time's left on that pitch clock that they had to be in the box? I believe I think once the pitcher's foot is on the rubber, he needs to be in the box. Okay. No, I think it's something like, because... Uh, I was listening to the Phillies game on my way home yesterday or yeah, yesterday. And it was like Schwarber had to take a timeout because there was like 11 seconds left on the clock. I think it's like once it gets to like eight seconds, they need to be ready and he wasn't going to be ready. So he had to take his timeout in the box. So okay. I think it's around like eight seconds is what they're allotted. Um, but I like I'm a fan of now it, is I guess. that if the pitcher's not ready, like I don't I don't know that, what the I don't exact know, rule watching. is because yeah I feel like if the pitcher is ready, the batter can't stay outside the box and waste time. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's yeah. a certain amount of time when the pitcher's foot hits the rubber that he has to be in the box. Um, I'd have to I I'd have to look it up. Um, and and see, but. I don't know. My thing is, is like, again, like we said, we've watched baseball our entire lives. The The length of a game has never, ever, ever been the issue. Um, I get it. I like it for where the game is heading. Obviously, over the years, we've seen the audience um, of baseball, you know, start to start to fa- uh, falter and um, kind of, you know, dissipate really not the numbers that the world series used to get on TV. Um, I mean, there were, there were like when the Phillies played the Rays back in, um, 2008 in the world series, like here in Pennsylvania, like every, there were stores everywhere that had let's go Phil's written on the walls and their windows of the stores and stuff like that. You don't, you don't necessarily see that, um, when it comes to baseball anymore. Um, even this year, like, yeah, the city of Philly was pretty pumped, but like, I, I, it does, you, it does seem like the, the fan, the fan base of, of baseball is starting to fall. So I do like the rule changes in, in terms of trying to bring in younger audience or more casual fans to get them to tune into games. But, um, I just don't want to see it take away from, from too much of the game. Yeah, like I was going to say is like I'm a fan of the rules based off of, you know, getting people on base and, you know, there's more action on the base path. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I was just talking to Austin earlier and he read me a, a stat that the average game yesterday compared to normal was only shortened by 26 minutes, uh, even with like these pitch clocks and stuff. So it's not like it's it's not the end all like savior of drastic change. Yeah. Of, Hey, every game's going to be two and a half hours long. Cause like it showed in like 
the, the Phillies game, the Rangers go for a nine run bottom, bottom of the fourth inning there. Like that, that's going to take time. Like the fact that like, there's all these other factors outside of how the game is run out. Like you could have a dude have a 12, 15 pitch at bat, like a pitch clock isn't going to save that. Um, so yeah, I, I like the rules, uh, just cause the action that it, it showed that it had, uh, you saw Trey Turner stretch, a lazy double into a triple because he has that extra two inches of base that he can try to get to. Um, but it's not, it's not like it's saving any actual time. So, but it, it did make the games fun to watch yesterday. So one rule I didn't realize was like the, uh, the whole pickoff attempt. You get two. Yeah, that that one. You have to pick them. You have to pick them off on the third attempt. Otherwise, it's a balk. I didn't realize. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm I'm not a fan of it. Um, I do agree that it should be. Um, it should just be that you can't pick them off again. Yeah. Um, just because, like now, like I get it, and the bigger bases and the shorter base paths. And, you know, limited pickoff attempts. We're trying to get those steal numbers up. We have, you know, we haven't seen a lot of players record, you know, the 50, the 50 stolen base seasons that Billy Hamilton and, and Robert, or, uh, yeah, Roberto Clemente were, were doing and like stuff like that. But like, I don't think that, cause now, cause now you're basically two pickoff moves and now that guy can go for free. He can take as big yep, of a lead much. as he want. You know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Yep. That's what I think. Two pickoff attempts, and now I can stand between second and short and take three steps and be on second base. You understand? Yep. Like, you understand how well, crazy like, that it, sounds? Like, the crazy thing is, it's just a mat, like people like Trey Turner, Jazz Chisholm, uh, like those speed Acuna, dudes. Yeah, Acuna. Ronald Acuna Jr. Like, just imagine the number of stolen bases they're going to get because those pitchers. I would assume probably aren't going to want to try to pick them off uh, and waste wasted because uh, then it's a bulk anyway, and then they're going to get second anyway. Yeah. So those dudes, you're, they're going to get super aggressive on the base path. And I, which makes for exciting like, baseball. It still yeah. makes for exciting baseball. But um, the thing is, is like, I think that the runner then has the advantage because, you know, like I said, you pick a play, you try to pick a guy off twice and the, now you can't go over a third time. So this guy's taking a lead that's yeah, added. Like the, he could basically just they, walk. They, they, he could basically just walk to second base after you try to pick him off the second time because you can't stop him. Yes, you can. You can't pick him off again. You They can't increase their lead, really, because, I mean, you need to pick them off on the third attempt. If they, you know, take that lead more than, like, I don't know, four steps, whatever you guys want to, like, measured out to yeah, be but then they're, they're just gonna break off the second then you get him like, in a rundown no I, typically I the runners don't run or win the rundown yeah so i just think that we'll see i think we'll see a, uh some guys be a lot more uh a lot more aggressive on the base path um oh dude i think it's gonna be great for the bigger guys i think you're gonna see like dudes like kyle schwarber and like um Vol- daniel vogelback just like take these enormous leads and just try to steal bases. And I think that's going to be so funny to watch. However, I do think that this year you're really going to see who the best catcher in the MLB is. Oh with, yeah, for sure. With the, you know, pickoff rule or the bigger bases and stuff like that. I now, think my question is, is does that count for like, a catcher throw down to first. What? No, like the pickoff that would have nothing. That would have nothing to do with mm-hmm. the pickoff so, move. The catcher so could throw the down. The catcher to could first. just still throw down to first as much as he wants. Yes. Hmm. I think so. I think it's just a pitcher's pickoff. All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure like what they were considering as a pickoff, whether it was from the catcher or. Yeah. I mean, um, is it really called a? pickoff if the thrower catches or the catcher throws down it's just a throwdown, isn't it 
to first have still like a pickoff attempt like type thing. I guess. Like, I'm not saying him throwing down to like second base or something. I'm well, talking like yeah. him. Like, no, I mean, those are two different things. One's no, a pickoff I'm pretty sure, and one's a throw I'm pretty down. sure. No, but I'm pretty sure like if in, the, in like a scorebook, that's still scored as a pickoff for the runner. If you're thrown out at first base from either because it's not going to get you're not going to get called for caught stealing at first base. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure they also put it in the scorebook as a throwdown attempt. No, I think it's a pickoff attempt. I don't think so. I think so. We'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll that. have to see how they uh, how they plan on doing that. Um. So couple stories coming out of coming out of the ml uh the the first day of of the baseball season um the mets announced that they are putting justin verlander on the il um i forget what the injury was called um but he is having an issue so they're putting him on il at the beginning of the season a guy as old as verlander um not a guy that you want to see go to to the il um very often uh it's it's i don't listen man i don't know if it's a if this is a mets thing or what but verlander usually not didn't get too hurt uh didn't get hurt too many times in houston um <laughs> shows up to the mets gets hurt um obviously jacob degrom uh looked looked pretty good yesterday in that Rangers uniform. Uh he threw a, he threw a full uh not a complete game but he threw uh, a a full start and uh we haven't heard that he has gone to the IL yet. So <laughs> that's a Wait, good who? sign. Huh? DeGrom. Check up DeGrom. DeGrom. DeGrom's oh, dude, I, always I give him I give him three more starts no. before he's on the IL no. or something. I I give him the entire season. I don't think he gets hurt at all this season. He didn't um, look dude. that good. I would. Degrom looked good enough to Bro, beat we, you. We put eleven up five, to seven. Put up five runs against. We him. put five runs on him. What are you meaning? Literally, Alec Boom went yard on him. That's fantastic. That's Alec Boom. Alec Boom's a dog. Alec Boom probably wins NL MVP this year. No, he doesn't. No, just stop. Um. Anyway, Degrom. Degrom still Literally. still owns. Um. Degrom still owns. The Phillies, um, no, the Texas Rangers, and then own the Phillies. Yeah, uh, some other things that we have seen. Um, the MLB is investigating Anthony Rendon. Oh, dude, yeah, I just watched Anthony that video. Rendon. I haven't seen the video, so apparently, um, there was a video that surfaced of uh, Angels it's a, it's player, chat, Angels it. third baseman. Okay, I will have to watch that. Um, Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon was caught on video cursing at a fan and grabbing him um, by his clothing. Uh, that will probably video. that will probably lead to a suspension. A oh, suspension um, and fine, one hundred percent. A suspension and fine. Um, but man, can we talk about the 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 sinking ship that is? The, the Los New York Yankees, the, the Los Angeles Angels oh. of Anaheim. Um, they are. <laughs> man, it, it, it is ridiculous. I feel like every time that we hear about a game, uh, they're talking about Shohei Otani doing something that that has never been done before or uh, Hunter Renfro making that incredible no look bail me out catch um, that he made. Uh, Otani pitched fantastic. Um, what I think he only allowed two hits. He struck out ten, allowed two hits, and uh, Aaron Loop. Aaron Loop came in and let up two runs. Um, for them to lose. Um, so you know it, it's hard to it's hard to imagine that Shohei Otani will be in it. Uh, I'm I don't even give him. Till the trade deadline this year. Um, I feel like he's definitely moved by or at the trade deadline. Um, I don't think he'll make it to 
even negotiating a new deal with the Angels. Um, I wouldn't want to. I it, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. He is doing things that we have never seen before in the in the sport of baseball, and he's never gonna make he's never gonna make the the playoffs with this team. And I feel the same way about Mike Trout. Mike Trout's got to get out of there too. And I feel just as bad for Anthony Rendon. Anthony Rendon was having the hell no, of a, he willingly hell of a, went there. I know, he but he was having went there. He was doing great in 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 uh with with the Nationals. He was doing fantastic. He was their saving grace after the Harper after Harper left. Yeah. He was their saving grace and then he and then he left. And then he goes to Anaheim signs a signs a big deal and and uh now you know he hasn't been the same player. I know he dealt with a lot of injuries last year, um, or I think it was one injury that was kind of like repeat and lingering that uh, that kept him out. But um, you know, like Trout's going to be the greatest player in the history of baseball to never win anything. It, it it's just it's it's it's, and I know it's only I know it's one game. I know it's one game, but. It's it's a continuation of a trend that we saw throughout all of last season, um, and and it, it's just, it's really hard to watch. Um, there was another story that I heard. Oh, I, again, it's about it's about Otani. Um, so with the the pitch clock being the way it is, Otani is actually calling his own pitches via the pitch com uh, system that he puts in his, in his Jersey. And he had to memorize the keypad so that he could push it through his Jersey and call the pitches to his catcher. Why can't he be like everybody else that puts it on their belt? He didn't <laughs> want to put it. He didn't want to, he has it in Why his shirt. Can't he be normal? There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that have it on their wrist, on their non-throwing wrist. Um, yeah, I believe another reliever like on, their on his team, another reliever on his team has it that way. I don't know why Otani did that, um, but that is the rumor that I heard is that he has it underneath his jersey on like his left shoulder or something like that, um, that he pushes the buttons, calls his own pitches, which, you know, it kind of it kind of stinks that the year after we get this this awesome pitch com um, system that you know was put in place to stop people like the Houston Astros from stealing signs and beating on trash cans and winning world series and MVPs um but now that you know one year removed from the introduction of the pitch com now we have a uh, a pitch timer that makes it almost impossible for a pitcher to disagree with his catcher's calls and have to you know call his own game um but yeah, that I mean, was something that was something I found interesting. Speaking of the Astros, how about them losing their home opener for the first time in 10 years to the White Sox? Good. To the White Good. Sox. Screw the Astros. I hate the Astros. Every you're going to get no, so you're gonna get get no sympathy from me. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's just crazy. Like ten years now. You guys don't even know what it's like to fully hate the Astros. You hate the Astros because they beat you in the World Series last year. You have no idea what it is like to full, full, just wholeheartedly blood boiling hate the Houston Astros. No, they still they stole what could have been Judge's first MVP. Obviously, he won it last year. But it what could have they stole what could have been his first that year. Jose Altuve wins MVP that year, and they steal what could have been a World Series World Series number twenty eight for the Yankee or from the Yankees um, by using their 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 me- their methods in the uh, the ALCS against the Yankees that year. Um. So yeah, you guys don't you guys don't truly understand what it is. They just beat you. They beat you fair and square in the World Series. You guys you guys don't understand what it is to just hate the Houston Astros. <laughs> I mean, we can still hate them. 100%. We do. 
100% you can hate them. Just know that I hate them more. I don't think anybody hates them more than Dodgers fans. If we're going to be real. Just saying. No, I, hate, I hate them. Just saying. Hate them. Dodgers fans hate them probably the most. Oh, yeah. Dodgers fans absolutely hate them more. Well, but I mean, they, it's along the same lines. Dude. It's along the same lines of why the oh, yeah. why yeah. the Yankees hate them. They, the, the Dodgers hate them because they cheated and stole a World Series from them. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, also, like, Dodger Stadium is probably one of the most unsafest places, like, in the entire world. I would never go to a game at Dodger Stadium, ever. It's just unsafe. Yeah, that's true. That is Step true. Step up your security, Dodgers. I have heard this. I have heard. Have Did you guys see the guy that got destroyed by the security guard? Oh, yeah, because the, the proposal he jumped on the field to propose, <laughs> and he's on one knee, and this this security guard blitzed him, man. He was like, "Now's my chance." He's like, "I've been waiting, I've been waiting." He just destroyed. He could have just as easily walked up to this man and said, "Hey, that's adorable. I get what you're doing, but get off the field." Like you can arrest somebody without absolutely Bobby Wagnering them. Nah, dude. That? Dude, that dude, I, I, I heard that there were some NFL scouts there, and uh, I heard like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were looking at him. That guy had to be on the field proposing to that security guard's ex-girlfriend. He had to. There, there, was, there was so much hate in that tackle that it was ridiculous. There was so much hate in that tackle that there that had to be personal for him. I mean, what are people going to learn, though? Don't Stop run going on professional sporting surfaces just stop like, doing it like there's no point to it you know you're gonna get caught you're either gonna get destroyed and make made a meme out of and get it made a meme out of that lives on like, the internet forever ever. exactly <laughs> like just, just stop doing it like people are like upping it to obviously the proposals they're doing gender reveals like next is promposals <laughs> like like they just gotta stop running and ruining games. I mean, yeah, it's fun in the crowd. It was adorable. Like it was, it was adorable. The the thought behind it was, how can I propose to somebody like nobody's ever proposed to somebody before? Just get out on the jumbotron, dude. Come just, on, yeah, just be just be a normal person. Just be a normal person. Just, it, it, all he had to do uh, was, you know what? All they do. In at MLB games is people watch. That's what announcers do. They people watch. They watch people in the crowd to see what they're doing. I guarantee you, had this man just stayed in the stands and proposed to his girlfriend right there, it would have made TV. It, they would have been on TV. 100%. 100%. Somebody would have noticed it. Camera would have been on them. And everybody would have cheered, clapped, and it would have been on the, probably the MLB's Twitter page and Instagram. But instead, it's on the MLB's Instagram because you got destroyed by that security guard. Speaking of people getting destroyed, I don't know if you guys have seen it. There's a video of some dude at a soccer game that runs onto the field and pretends that he, like, I don't know, tore his ACL, drops down. All these security people are coming over. But they actually let it happen. Because they brought down the fiance at the time. I did see that. I did see that. He pretended to be hurt. Yeah. Yes. He pretended to be hurt. And next thing you and know, this, boom, yes. proposal. Yeah. So if you know they could have easily like that, done it, get it cleared through. People, it would never get cleared. Who, it would never get cleared. I mean, ever. it happened at a soccer game. Soccer's it different, bro. Soccer's different. You just got to know the right people, man. You just got to know the right people. <laughs> but as yeah, listen, so as interesting as opening day was, a lot of stories coming from from those games um on Thursday. Uh MLB season is in full swing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um Get it full swing cuz you're swinging the baseball yeah, bat. That was a good pun, Dante. Was, thank you. I appreciate it. Um That's very witty. <laughs> but Moving on to our other favorite sport. We're still in the middle of the offseason. We've talked about a lot of uh, free agency moves in the NFL. Um, but there are two uh, two people, two players that have you know been the talk of this offseason 
um, when we're going to when we're going to get word of what's going on with them um, and anything like that. Obviously, the first one is Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Uh, he officially requested a trade after they were unwilling to pay him, hit him with a non-exclusive franchise tag um, and, you know, have just been holding him hostage pretty much. So he went in, uh, formally requested a trade. And as of right now, I mean, the NFL is having a field day with this. They're talking about potential offenses that Lamar will be a part of, um, everything like that. I just recently saw today that they said a potential offense with the Detroit Lions. Um, I don't think the Detroit Lions are a team to do that. I don't think they've ever been like a a, a buy a player um, type team ever. I mean, they finessed the like. I honestly, I think Stafford's better off in in uh, Los Angeles. Um, but Goff came; he, he's done well. I think Goff has played very well in um, in Detroit. I think Stafford's, Stafford's played really well Stop in it. in. Yeah, I mean, he won a Super Bowl in literally his first year with the Rams. Anybody would have won here, nor here nor there. Anyway, uh, well, clearly Jared Goff wasn't because that's why they traded him. Uh, so I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe the the talk of that one as of right now. The Indianapolis Colts are the betting favorite to get Lamar. Um, let's be honest. They have a top five pick. Why not? Why not? You're going to, you're probably going to need three first round picks. And I mean, not Jonathan Taylor. Cause like that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but maybe, uh, maybe Micah Pittman or Michael Pittman. Then who's Lamar going to throw the ball to? I mean, he's not going to throw the ball anyway. He's going to run, but regardless. Draft a so maybe you can't get Jonathan Taylor. Um, but anyway, so the Colts are the betting favorites right now to land Lamar. Uh, I think they're at like plus 250 odds, something like that. Um, Quite frankly, I've been hearing it a lot I've heard recently. the I've heard the Falcons, but I heard it was Desmond Ritter's time uh, in Atlanta. So I don't know about that. Um, I have heard who, who else I heard. Oh, I heard the, the Washington Jets. commanders as well. Yeah. I've heard that one. I don't want to play Lamar twice a year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be fine with it. I no. Really so the jets, the Joe Douglas came out and said that there's no rush for an Aaron Rodgers trade, but Lamar Jackson is out of the question. He said that there's there's no no doubt that they are going for Rodgers, that they're not they're not backing out of that to try and get um to get Lamar. See, um, I get that, but I would at this point, like if you can't get it done, just stop trying. I mean I don't think that it's I that like they it. can't get it done. I don't think that the, I honestly I don't think that there's even been a rejected trade yet. See, but stop playing the mind games. Then just do it. Like if I'm, well, no, if I were the it's Jets, always, it's always been Aaron Rodgers, though. Exactly. Why would you want that in your organization? Because that's Aaron Rodgers, dude. The dude is like a super control freak, and that's probably why none of his relationships work out either. All right, stay out of the man's love life and stick to his football career. <laughs> He's a bona fide stud. He's he's an MVP time and time again, time and time again. Yeah, he's not time an and MVP time again, time and time and time again. He's not what he was anymore. He just won the MVP two years ago. He's still I think he has two MVPs. He, he has two, two MVPs. MVPs and he just won that one two years ago. He's still him. He's not. No, no he's not. He's he not. is still him. No. no. You guys are ridiculous. I understand it. Dallas Cowboys fan, Dallas Cowboys fan, Eagles fan. You guys think that Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts are the two greatest things since sliced bread. But Aaron Rodgers is still Drew Brees was a goat. Shut up. Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. You're wrong. But no, you got got Patrick Mahomes now. You got Joe Burrow. You got Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. 
Lamar. Lamar's not good. Lamar is good. You just and Aaron Rodgers has more playoff wins than seventy percent of that list. And who's got? Uh, He's also know, been in the league. It doesn't matter. Exactly. He's been in the league. league how many? How many playoff? Season. How many playoff wins? How many playoff wins does Lamar Jackson have? He's not on a good team. That's not what I asked. He's got zero, right? I think he has one. One. No, I don't even think. Yeah, he, I don't know. I don't think he has one. Joe Burrow made it to one Super Bowl and lost. Josh Allen, how many? How many playoff wins does Josh Allen have? Three, three, four? Question mark. How many times has Josh Allen lost in the AFC Championship game? Twice. Once. How many times yeah, has once. Josh Allen failed to get to the AFC Championship game? Every single year. Besides one. Aaron Rodgers wins playoff games. He has makes it to NFC Championship games. That is true. He has never played in the AFC. He's never played in the AFC. Therefore, that he has zero wins. Yeah, he has zero. He's never reached an AFC Championship game either. You're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me that last year the only thing that held the Jets out of the playoffs was quarterback play right you agree with that no it's the jets <laughs> what do you it's mean the it's the jets, jets? they beat not a good great team. teams they beat not great good... teams doesn't make them a good team beating great teams doesn't make you a good team it doesn't make you a good team write that down you, if... write that down <laughs> Uh, guys, it doesn't make get you to all of our listeners. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter make... who you beat. You're not a good team. Okay. Look at the Texans. Hey, any any given Sunday, bro. Look at the Texans. Are they good teams? The they be pretty Jets, decent teams. The Jets were a quarterback away from being a good playoff team. Okay. No. Aaron Rodgers was a team away from being. A, he almost took a team of scrubs that he didn't even want to play with. To, Do not to call the, Randall Cobb a scrub, you little buffoon. I will come to Pennsylvania and whoop that booty. Randall Cobb's a scrub. Don't, You're don't a scrub. Randall How, how is Randall a scrub? Cobb You're a scrub? He's on that list of people that he Aaron told the Jets to go get. He's not a scrub. Yeah, that's for like... Aaron Jones? You're telling me he's a scrub? Aaron Jones scored less touchdowns Dillon? than AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, the okay, quad father. AJ Dillon too. I don't think so. That's that that's fantastic. That's fantastic. But Aaron Rodgers was throwing the his leading receiver was some kid that you never heard of before. But yet Aaron Rodgers wants Alan because Lazard. Aaron Rodgers can make no one into someone. It just doesn't sound like a great quarterback to me. Exactly. That literally sounds like a great quarterback. So you're, but he wants to go he, out he and can, get Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. He likes Alan Lazard. The Jets. Randall Cobb. That's just that's just a, stay on the Packers. That's a nostalgia pick. Just stay on the Packers. Alan Lazard stay isn't on the Packers back. anymore. He's Not on the Jets because of Aaron Rodgers. Because he wants Alan Lazard to come with him. But you're saying he didn't want anyone to play with on that team. Then why are you Aaron trying to Rogers get people was not happy in Green Bay last year? Because they have a better defense. Oh my god. Wait, the Jets have a better dumb. defense than the Packers did last year. You're so dumb. Like honestly, you can't just say, oh, he Deshaun, doesn't you want just to play. said beating great shut teams the, doesn't shut make up, you dude. a good shut team. Shut up. Shut up. Let's be side the point. Let's be the point. Let's be the point. Dante's down here saying that he doesn't want to play with anybody who he was unhappy in Green Bay. So he took his two favorite players and said, Jets, grab these two. Just stay. And if Aaron Jones and I I guarantee if Aaron Jones didn't already sign his new deal with Green Bay, he would have told him to go get Aaron Jones, too. I I didn't say he didn't want to play with that offense. I didn't say that. You said you, he. I said he didn't want to play for that team. on that team. 
You said he didn't the like anybody was on that trash. team. The defense was trash. Their defense couldn't hey, stop a nosebleed Max last Max Kellerman year. and Stephen A, can we, can, can we stop arguing? No, because Thank this you. is just aye, aye, stupid. Aye. You literally said word for word he does not like anybody on that team. Yet he wants to go out and ask to get Alan Lazard, ex-Packer, Randall Cobb, ex-Packer. He, he obviously played with people. Randall Cobb for like 10 years. Why wouldn't he want him to come with? I guess he. I thought he didn't like him, huh? Exactly. Shut your mouth. And, and now talking. it's time for everybody's favorite <laughs> segment. Oh. The final whistle draft five. Today's topic will be the top five greatest wide receivers of all time. I don't Who's know who first? started last. I, no, I, I think it's my turn, actually. I started. No, Duquan it is my turn. First and Dude, I never get first pick. Duquan, you good. literally just had the first pick for the freaking movies. No, I didn't. Nuh-uh, I did. You ju- I know for a fact <laughs> you just had the first pick in one of them. No, no I didn't. No, he's only had it once, and it was like episode. Go three. ahead, Duquan. You can have the first pick. <laughs> Cry, baby. My first pick. We're going with the goat himself, Randy Moss. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Idiot. I'm That's not. a terrible Stupid pick. Idiot. Terrible no, pick. It's not. I will go Imagine second be- because Deshaun went first last week. Um, I am going <laughs> Jerry Rice. Not Randy Moss. Uh, number one. I'm going with. Huh. I'm going with. Larry Fitzgerald. Nothing like That's taking a, a possession pick. receiver as That's number sol- one pick. It's a solid pick. It, it is what it is. Daquan, second pick for you. My second pick of episode 10, draft five draft. We are going to go with Chad Ochocinco. I mean, if you're trying to save money, I guess uh, that's a good pick. <laughs> uh, second pick for me, literally changed the game for every wide receiver ever. I'm going Calvin Johnson. Megatron. Uh, I was going there. Nothing like taking a guy that only played five years. Yeah, well, I, you know, when you dislocate every finger to catch the the shitty balls that Matthew Stafford was throwing Whoa, to you. language. Then you Whoa. come talk to me and tell me you want to play more than five years. Whoa, Bob, that is definitely not family-friendly language. <laughs> oh, we could bleep that out. I, I honestly don't know how to, so... <laughs> Sean, second pick. <laughs> you guys are trying to make me do things I can't even do. All right, second pick. Little bit of a sleeper, but I'm going Marvin Harrison. Yeah, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Suck on those, boy. That is a great. That is a great pick. <laughs> you know, actually, instead of saying mother effer. Um, back in the day when I was a child, um, if I would play Madden and a big play would happen, and most of the time it was to him, I would just yell Marvin Harrison instead of saying mother. So I love that. that was I, I got I got a lot of stupid. love for uh, a lot of love for Marvin Harrison. Like Daquan, pick number three. Pick number three. We're going with somebody current. Do it all type of player, ring them up, Debo Samuel. That's a bad that's interesting. Pick. That's that's interesting. That's honestly, dude. This is awful. a legit. No, dude. This is a legit one to five wide receiver core. That was terrible. Nope. I hated that. Uh, pick. pick number three. Uh, for me, we're gonna go. Somebody that was outshined by uh, Daquan's number one pick, but was just as good for Don't that go. team. Oh, skinny Batman. 
We're going Chris Carter. Oh. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, never mind. I didn't listen to what you said. I thought you're going skinny Batman. No, not I'm skinny going, Batman. Going Chris Carter. I'm going. You either love him or you hate him. There's no in between with the one. dude. I know this one. I'm going. I know this one. T. O. Yep. Terrell. Yep. Owens, baby. <laughs> yep. There's no in between with this guy. You either love him or hate no, him. not one bit. Yeah. And nope, actually, no. I actually agree with that. Statement. I hate him because everybody, him. everybody knows, you know, you don't spike the ball in the middle of the star. So. Yeah, you do. You don't do Star it. means nothing. Go ahead, Daquan. Number four. Pick four. We're going to go alluded to the Batmans. We're going with the built Batman, A.J. Brown. It's a good pick. Good pick. Terrible pick. Was not um, terrible. <laughs> for pick, pick number four for me, um, I know it's still super, super early in his career. Um, but he's Jefferson. an absolute dog. And we're going Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Jay <knew> Jettas. <laughs> I'm putting him, I'm putting him my to him in my top five of all time. I think um I he's he's almost there. Yeah. My number four. Gotta rep the brand. You already know he caught it. Des Bryant, you already know, man. He caught the ball. Yes, he did. We know he caught the nope. ball that came out five years later and said he did. Yep. See, told you. And guess what? You guys still don't have a Super Bowl appearance. Nope. We should have. Or an NFC Championship game appearance. We should have. Nope. But nope. Des besides the it. point. Because Des nope. caught it. Besides the point. <laughs> nope. Anyway. I'm going to go from a team that I picked from before. Dante's picked from before. He's got two people. I'm going with the second person from this team in his prime. It didn't last very long, but um, we're going Sidney Rice. <laughs> oh, here comes Louise. Wait for it. I've been Wait sitting with that one this entire time. He, yeah, he better cry. <laughs> he sounds like he better cry. It's a great pick. Here he goes. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this will be the first week of the show that we uh, we have to enforce our rule of two bad takes, and you will not be on next week's episode. Um, so it'll be Deshaun and I coming at you next week uh, by ourselves because uh, I don't even know <laughs> where that pick came from. Um, that's 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 terrible. That is a freezing cold take. Um, so for my final my final pick, I can't even think now because that was such a bad pick. Um, from my final pick. Um, I'm going uh, again, another guy, uh, who I think was that number one receiver for his team for ever. Um, yeah, he's kind of fallen off, um, recently with the last two teams that he's been on, obviously, uh, not the same impact he had, but, uh, when, when it was, you know, it was freaking, it was just say the name, dude. Uh, my pick is going to be Julio Jones. That is a solid pick. Solid pick. But you know who was left out of this list? And he's going to be my number five? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Because he is a dog. He is him. No, he's not even better than freaking Debo. Yes, he is. No, Are he's you not. stupid? Are you stupid? He's not. He is better 
then Debo. Cooper Cup nope. is him. Just saying. Just saying. He has won me but. many fantasy football games by himself. I'm pretty sure Debo has done the same damn thing. Did you pick Debo Samuel up on fantasy? Yeah, probably. No, you didn't. Pretty sure Debo is probably the first no. receiver taken off of the board in every league this year. No. Do you know why? Because he wasn't taken first this board for our fantasy football team or league. Your, your fantasy football team? Not All my fantasy right. football team. Because guess so who that... was taken first? <laughs> Cooper Cup. Brother. That concludes <laughs> draft five for the greatest uh, wide receivers of all time. I think next week we'll probably do a different position, maybe a different sport. Um, and I'm going to come in with the best team again. So we will be having uh, we'll be talking about the conclusion of uh, March Madness on next week's episode. And then we will be talking also more of the MLB, more stories, maybe an update on the Anthony Rendon uh, situation. Um, Hopefully not too many more uh, fans getting tackled during proposal stories. Um, But we will have more about that. Hopefully by next week, maybe we'll know where Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers are going. Um, But the best way to find out what we'll be talking about next week is to tune back in. Um, follow us on Spotify. We also have a Facebook page that you can follow at the Final Whistle on Facebook. Um, Daquan, we have a Twitter. Tell them what the Twitter is. Yes, sir, we do. And that Twitter handle is going to be at the Brown Bros. O two. He finally got it right. He finally got it right. And then we have another later. And we have another platform that you can uh, reach out and find us. Um, hopefully, be able to post some content on soon. And Deshaun, why don't you tell them what that is? It's going to be the final whistle. On what platform, dummy? TikTok. Yeah, thanks. I thought I thought uh, you told the you, platform. Yeah, platform. so, you know, platform. hopefully, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Don't forget to like the Facebook, Facebook. page. Um, and hopefully we will see you all in the next one, but till then we are signing off. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.